Welcome to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. Prepare your heart for laughter and tears as we share the unpolished stories of the homeless and hurting, hope and transformation. Here is your host, director of the Union Gospel Mission, Pastor Tim Lane. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me today. You know, today we walk in a world that seems alien to most of us. We feel like, uh, like maybe today is, is not like it's ever been before, and that's true. It feels sometimes like it's never going to be good again, that we're never going to get back to normal, and we might not ever get back to what our consideration of normal is. But here's the key. The key is that throughout all of history, times have ebbed and flowed, and regardless, the most important part is what? That you're ready. And so if you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then all these other things that are plaguing us today, they're secondary. I know it seems overwhelming sometimes, and it feels like we're the last generation that's going to be in the corner of Christ, that the world is turning against us. But here's the bottom line. The Bible tells us that if God be for me, who can be against us, right? And so God is for his people. And so I actually have another one of his people sitting here with me today. And the reason that I'm having him on is several fold, actually. His name is Jake. And Jake, say hello to everybody. Hello, hello, Pastor Tim. Hello, audience. How's it going? <laughs> Jake actually does interviews in Southern California. He has a little thing that he does. It's called Little Tiny Inter- Tiny Little Interview. That's Tiny Little Interviews has a tiny little microphone. Tiny microphone, yes. Big it actually quality. works. Yeah. Very good quality. And so one of the reasons I wanted to have Jake on here today is, as I said, so many of us from our generation feel like maybe this is the end of the line as far as the preaching of the gospel goes, as far as people who are committed to uh, serving Jesus Christ without compromise. And that's one of the keys. So many people today have a form of Christianity but as the Bible says, they have a form of godliness, but denying the power there within, and that doesn't work. And so we can't take the gospel of Christ, and we can't water it down, we can't make it something less than it is, and then turn around and bemoan the fact that the world is against the church. So many churches, so many people in Christendom have tried to become so much like the world that they succeeded. They're just like the world. They compromise their values. They compromise the word of God. They compromise even with each other in, in marriage and in dating and all those kind of things. And so I thought it might be good to talk a little bit about some young people. And I've got a young person right across from me. I That's think right. you're 22. I'm 22. That's correct. All right. So tell me how you feel about the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so thank you for having me on, Pastor Tim. Aww. It's great to be here. Um, I grew up in the church, so I grew up in a Christian home, grew up going to private Christian school. So I guess the Christian bubble is what I grew up in, and I'm really grateful for it. But I came to an understanding at a young age that um, my faith is not a dependent on the way I grew up, but a dependent on putting my trust in Jesus Christ. That's right. And so first off, that was something I really had to grow in is like understanding that um, 
and with any relationship, it takes work and it takes um, kind of a two-way street. And so while Jesus came and, and died for me and um, did what I could never do, and I realized that I also needed to receive that gift that he so graciously gave to me. So it's a relationship, and that's something I had to come to an understanding of on my own. And so, yeah, it's, faith has been a journey for me, I think. Um, for all of us. For all of us, absolutely. So growing up in a private Christian school, I felt that although I get to have Bible class and chapel and all these amazing resources on my campus and in my education, that the people that were also going to school, my classmates, um, even some of the teachers, um, this wasn't necessarily a priority in their life. And so um, growing up, I actually had a very, um, I felt like a burden in my heart to really just want to build relationship with these students to tell them about Jesus. And, and that, oh yeah. And and that that is the key to everything, isn't it? So yeah. how do you feel about compromising the word of God and compromising your body and, and your mind in a secular world? Yeah, I think it's hard because especially in the world we live in, there's a lot of noise. I think we live yeah. in the digital age where we have access to computers like right in our pockets. And that's a that's a gift, but it can also be a burden. And so it's just important to really have a support system um, like your local church, church body, that will really reel you back into Jesus and keep you grounded um, so you don't compromise. Compromise shouldn't be necessarily an option. Yeah, I've heard so many times people, not just young people, but older people uh, as well, say, but does God really expect me to be pure? Does God really expect me not to do this? No, God doesn't expect you not to sin, but he also doesn't approve of you sinning. Mm -hmm. And so those that are in Christ Jesus, we are saved not by works, but we are saved, as it says, unto good works. And holiness is something that we need to aspire to. I fall and trip and do all those things on a regular basis, and everybody that I know at some juncture, whether it's in word or deed, uh, does that same thing. It doesn't mean that they're lost, and it also doesn't mean they are not believers. But certainly, if you have no problem walking headlong into sin, there's an issue, is there not? Yeah. And do you see that? You graduated from CBU, right? Mm -hmm. That's and, correct. And uh, so you, you actually were in a Christian college environment. Yes. But did all the students that are in this Christian culture in this environment, did they toe those lines or did they compromise uh, so many of them uh, in, in thinking and acting like the world does? Yeah, I think that college age is really interesting because we're all in a season of figuring things out. Yeah, and yeah. so that's even outside of faith, like it's figuring out job, it's figuring out education. And in that same thing, it's, it's the faith journey itself. Um, and so yeah, you do see just a lot of people with a lot of questions, a lot of hurt, and a lot of um, excitement. And um, there's just a lot, I guess, in the season of being a college student. So you see it across the board. You see there's a generation of, of college students that are hurting, that are looking for this truth. And you see that people that are actually living out this truth um, and following Jesus. And so I want I want people to know that there's two sides to that. There are There's a generation of youth that are following Jesus and are committed to sharing the gospel. But there's also a generation of youth that 
is hurting and is broken and is just as broken as any any age you know any other generation absolutely so um yeah with that being said there's there's two sides to it but i want people to know that there are people i guess you could say like me like um a lot of my friends who are following jesus and who are committed to living out the great commission how do you feel about purity in marriage and before marriage oh i'm in full support of that why because the the bible teaches this and again when Jesus came and died for us. He also didn't give us these rules because he was out to get us. He was out to <laughs> torture us. But this is God's way, and God's way is the best way. And so, um, yeah, as we read more scripture, we read about more truth, and I think there's something to leaning into the truth that is important. These rules that you were talking about or the Bible as Jesus taught us to do these things. Don't compromise ourselves physically and spiritually and mentally. Don't bring other gods into your household. And we say, well, well, I don't, I would never have another God in my household. Don't be so sure, because we think of it as Asherah poles and Baal worship and statues. But the reality is that anything that supersedes our love for Christ becomes an idol in our lives. Mm-hmm. And so many people have drugs, alcohol, uh, sex, all those things as idols in their life. Now, I have another reason for asking that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I happen to have two young ladies in my life that are like nieces to me. I love them both very dearly. One is uh, is going to be a missionary, although she doesn't care for that particular word. But the reality is she is committed to the Lord Jesus Christ, and she is also young. She is con- absolutely committed to purity, and she is a beautiful young woman. Then I have another niece— a spiritual niece, and she is absolutely a beautiful, charming young lady as well. She's got a mean side, but we, we kind of overlook it, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but she is also committed to that kind of a purity uh, before marriage, mm-hmm. and and that marriage is something that I know that she is going to be looking forward to someday. Mm-hmm. So having said that, what's your connection with my niece? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, for the listener, listeners out there, I know Pastor Tim because I know this spiritual niece, I guess you could refer to, as uh, Michelle. She's my girlfriend, and I don't know how how detailed you want me to go into why. Well, I'm here's here, what or... I'd like to ask you. Since we're holding this show offline uh, as long as we can, sure. what did you come here for? Yeah, I came up here because... Yeah, I I believe in in honoring family, and I believe in um, yeah pursuing righteousness and holiness and all those things. And with that comes doing the hard things. And sometimes doing the hard things is having hard conversations, um, but also good conversations. And so I came up here to ask Michelle's family for their blessing in marrying Michelle. Now yeah. Michelle does not know where you are right now, does she? She doesn't. She doesn't. <laughs> And so uh, Jake and I and Eileen and David and Mike went to a ball game the other day, and so I got an opportunity to sit and and talk to Jake. Now, I don't think he did it, but I advised David as a pastor to, you know, really kind of twist the screws to you a little bit, but I don't think he did, did he? (laughs) I think rightfully so. I got a couple, you know, 
little nudges. Light threats, yes. That's okay. And so one of the reasons I wanted him to come on the show is I wanted you to see that there is still a huge group of young people honoring God with their mouth, with their spirit, and with their bodies. And so they are both chaste individuals. Uh, so, uh, And I, I have it on pretty good authority just knowing Michelle and that he's probably going to get a yes when he finally asks the question. But how nice it is that he came up to honor her and honor her parents by asking for her hand in marriage. Hmm. And so it's a little old-fashioned and beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. So having said that, what is your aspiration for... So let's let's just assume you have gotten married, you're starting a family, you're doing these things. You got to support that young lady. I do. What is your view of tomorrow as far as what you hope to do? Yeah, it's a it's a responsibility and a big one at that. So um, I think Michelle has been a huge blessing in my life. I think um, she's made my life um, so much better, and I I think. Um, the way she's made my life better is just the way that she supports me, she pushes me, she challenges me, she loves me well. In the same way, I want to do the same back to her. And so, um, yeah, I, w- I want to commit to this covenant because um, it's a beautiful picture of God in His church. But I think ultimately it will lead to um, both of our sanctification and helping us to grow and grow near to the Lord. And so, yeah, there's there's the spiritual side to, or I guess the faith side where it's, I am now signing up to be Michelle's spiritual leader in many ways. And that takes, again, doing the hard things, not compromising. And um, in the same way, there's like the practical side to it of financially supporting and emotionally supporting her and all those things. But um, I think what I've come to understand like in this season is I just graduated college. Michelle and I both graduated in May. And there's a lot of unknowns as to what happens after college. Where am I going to live? What job am I going to have? Um, who are my friends going to be? Exactly. And there's a lot of unknowns. And I have found there to be more of a freedom in that. Um, because, um, yeah, I think at the end of the day, we don't know those answers. And that's okay. Um, but I think it's important to, one, um, lean into the Lord in those things. Lean into truth. And secondly, having a support system. And what I've come to learn is no matter how much I don't know, I want Michelle to be there by my side. And I want her to be um, that support and that anchor in my life. And so that's why I come up. um, I came up to Sacramento to have these hard conversations, these good conversations. And that's why I want to take this next step into marriage. I performed a wedding not too long ago. And for the first time, I turned to the, uh, the people sitting there. And I said, this is the moment that we're going to take the vows. And I said, but before they share their vows with you, I want to have a vow from you. Will you make a vow to support this couple by praying for them, loving them? And so I want to, just for your sake today, to tell you that I am giving you my word that I will be praying for both you and Michelle, and that's an unending prayer. you guys are already in my prayer, so I'll be praying for you guys. Thank you so much. Life is an unknown. When I got married, I, I was 20 years old, and I had no idea what direction my life would be. It's said sometimes that if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. 
because he has a direction that he will be taking you. The one thing that's important, and you already know this, my friend, is that we need to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit's guidance. We mm-hmm. need to be sensitive to the direction he has, and sometimes the direction we want to go or think we want to go is not the direction he has for us. And so right now your, your degree is in what? Uh, I studied graphic design and digital media. So you're kind of moving into that area, right? Sure. Mostly film production. So that's a general, I would like generalize that as creativity in marketing. But um, I would call it creative. Creative, yeah. Uh, Certainly, I've seen a couple of things. He he already knows. I, I love this little thing he did like in a minute with Michelle where it's a gloomy day and she has her like she's holding something in her hand and then she opens it up and the sun pops out and the clouds are gone. It was, it was really, uh, really very cool. Yeah. So video and what, you know, the, the interviews that you do, what is, what is your principal goal in doing those, uh, tiny little interviews? Yeah. So yeah, again, I do a little video series called tiny little interview. And initially it just started as a fun idea. I found a tiny microphone on Amazon I saw it. <laughs> for $10 and it, it really is smaller than a pencil. Yeah, and, it's very tiny. But it works and somehow I wanted to use this as a tool to tell stories because I like making videos. I have made a lot of um, videos about my life as a college student, um, about Michelle and I's relationship, about what it looks like to start my own business. Um, so within that, I wanted to create a little series that was just fun. And so I started interviewing music artists and clients I was working with and um, friends who were doing creative things. And I wanted to kind of use this as a gateway to conversations. And I often notice that, especially on an online format, um, when you're following someone, when you're watching their content or what they're putting out, you don't necessarily get to know the real them. And I wanted to use kind of something that was less intimidating, like a little microphone and not necessarily like a big production camera, but rather my iPhone. And I wanted to use these tools as a way to make people comfortable in conversations. So I do see it kind of similar to this, where we're, we're just having a conversation. Exactly. It's very comfortable. It's very great. Um, I feel like we can be very honest. And so Always. I wanted to use this as a way to honest conversations that people could also be invited into. Um, and so it's been a fun That's little great. series. I use humor as a way to kind of lighten the mood. Um, but at the same time, it's very pur- purposeful and intentional in the questions I ask. And yeah, um, yeah it's, it's a fun little, little series I get to do. You know, I've always told people, you know, I happen to be an ordained pastor. Pastor Tim. Mm-hmm. So why do I say that? Because everybody who is in the kingdom of God is ordained to something. Mm-hmm. You don't rely on your pastor and the deacon of the church and those type of things to go spread the word of God or even evangelists or missionaries. Those are all key components in the kingdom of God. But each one of us is ordained by God to spread that word in some manner or fashion. You can be an ordained plumber. You can be an ordained doctor. You can be an ordained police officer or soldier. All of those things are possible. And so... In your case, you're doing these interviews. You don't exactly know what direction they might be taking you. Mm -hmm. But when you're yielded to God and looking for, you know, you don't have to sit and look for the opportunity. What's he going to say so I can? God will open the door 
for conversations, will he not? Mm -hmm. That are edifying and glorifying to him. So it's all our jobs. The only difference is, is that when we get up to heaven, I for sure don't have a job. Nobody needs a pastor up there. (laughs) (laughs) But um, so so do you see your life, and I'm not trying to lead you, but do you see your life as a life that you have a job, you have a career, but over all of that is your walk with Christ? You know, not Christ added to those things, but Christ first and foremost. Sure. I think uh, especially going back to the theme of being a college student, being a young adult, um, you know, I help with uh, college ministry at my church. Um, It's our young adults ministry. And I I have a big heart for just students in this age, just because we're all in the same boat of... A lot of pressure. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. We're all anxious, trying to figure things out, quote unquote. Um, But I think... One thing that's been really helpful for me and, and a tool I've used to explain to other people is everyone has a what and a why. Mm-hmm. And um, your what can always change. So for me, that's video production. I make videos. I run my video business. I um, do things within creativity to be a visual communicator. And that could change. Maybe uh, video production as an industry just tanks one day. And that's okay because I could end up maybe... Worst case scenario, working at a Target, working my way to be a, a manager at Target. Or let's say um, I end up being a janitor in Zimbabwe. Like it doesn't matter what the what, the what is. Um, it can always change. But the important thing is understanding your why. Why do you wake up every morning? Why do you do the certain things that you do? Why even get up and show up on time for your job? Um, and so... So you need to know your who too, then, right? Exactly, and that that's your that's your why. Why I do what I do is um, to love God and to make His name known, Amen. no matter Praise where I'm God. at. And so I think that should be the key to everyone. Where we might be all stressing about our what, but we really need to lean into our why. Uh, I absolutely agree with you. I started off when I was a young man as a heating and air conditioning guy that was commercial grade, and um, but God had a different direction. And God brought me through different channels, and we don't. I don't want to go into all that right now, but mm-hmm. just suffice it to say that he brought me into the ministry and then brought me to the Union Gospel Mission, and yet I didn't see that direction happening. And uh, to you, uh, I've said this to you before, even in your marriage, you need to look out for each other above yourselves. Mm-hmm. But over and arching all of that, in a Christian household, Christ has to be preeminent over all things. Your love for Michelle can't supersede your love for God, nor hers for you above Christ. And, and I know that will not be the case. But in our lives, in our walk, and for you guys that are younger, you live in a whole different world than we did. So, unfortunately, we're down to one minute. So, Jake, would you like to say anything to Michelle? Hello, Michelle. <laughs> oh, man, it's really hard keeping secrets, but I realize that the secrets that I have to keep right now are in order to keep things special for you. So I'm excited to share my adventures and excited to take this next step towards an adventure with you. So, And, Michelle, you, Michelle. I, am, I am thrilled to be able to be a part of this today with you guys. Uh, You know, I love you dearly. And so 
Uh, I'm glad that Jake is here, and I want to have both you and Jake back on the radio show. We'll be back. (laughs) And folks out there, the reason this all came about is because I wanted you to see tomorrow. And as always, until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. listening to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. If your heart's been touched and you want to know more about the work of the mission, log on to UGMSAC.com, UGMSAC.com. To donate clothing, food, time, or financial help, call 916-447-3268, 916-447-3268. Thank you so much for listening. Join us again next week at the same time for Voices from the Street.